Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Happy Friday, folks, and welcome to Minute 61. This is where Beetlejuice shoves Ortho down the stairs, grabs Charles by the foot, and dangles him upside down before dropping him down the stairs again. And uh, Barbara says Beetlejuice three times, sending him back to the model. When Lydia reveals she feels pretty much betrayed by the Maitlands, it's Otho, not Ortho. I can see Barry just shaking his head over here. I will never get that name right. Maybe by the end of the movie, I shall. I noticed, too. <laughs> and that's Chris Taylor's voice. He is one of our special guests for this week. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hello. And we also have another special guest today, Mr. Anthony Phillip. It's Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah, disco ball. Y'all can't see it, but there's a there's an imaginary disco ball in here today. We're group hallucinating it. <laughs> Sorry, I watched Martian the other day, and uh, Abba's stuck in my head, so disco oh, stuff going on. I, right I'm now. so sorry. Honey, honey. What, about watching Martian? No, about the Abba thing. Okay, I thought we were going to have to like deactivate oh, our Wonder no, Twin I, powers. <laughs> I, I love the Martian. Okay, cool. We're does. good. It was the, the funniest queen. movie of the year, apparently. So, According to the Golden Globes. Of course, now this year, the Golden Globes also have La La Land in the same category as Deadpool. Makes perfect sense. Well, I mean, the comedy. Yeah. I think sometimes, though, it, it, that, I think last year that was basically them saying they really wanted Martian to win, you know, movie, but it wouldn't win against, uh, was it Revenant was the big win last year? That was the Drama, the yeah. Bear. So they were like, well, let's just say it's a comedy. So that we can have it still But win. the Golden Globes having drama and then comedy musical together makes no sense because Les Miserables was in their comedy musical category. A musical. It's a feel-good romp. It's a musical. <laughs> it is the French word for miserable. And it's in the comedy slash musical category instead of in drama. I think they should just drop the musical and then just have comedy drama. On that note, Beetlejuice would be a comedy, would it not? <laughs> <laughs> well, I should hope so. The sequel will be a musical, though. In Hawaii. In Hawaii. So, minute 61. Sorry, folks. <laughs> I am not good at segueing this week. <clears throat> minute 61. So, we did touch on this before. I'm um, like, who unleashed Beetlejuice for the first time? Because, obviously, we see him sent home with the words mm -hmm. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. But I mentioned that because Lydia catches him when he's just slinging people around and she says, no, no. And I was like, what if she would have said no three times? Would something have happened? I don't know. Probably, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the third no. <laughs> you just got three no's, it sounds like. <laughs> I think the main thing I'd want to point out in this minute is uh, from the differences in the script to the movie, Thankfully, I've always thought of his, her uh, whenever Beetlejuice picks up, uh, he so he, he he whips Otho down the stairs with his tail, smacks him in the butt, falls down the stairs. Charles makes this like, ooh face like, ooh that had to hurt. And then decides to run away, abandon his daughter. Close the door, Chuck. Close the door. Yeah, he runs away, abandoning his daughter. But Beetlejuice pulls him back up, lifts him upside down and stares at him. This is the first time Charles has seen this. Actually, this is the first time. Technically, that we've seen that Beetlejuice has seen Lydia, too, is this sequence. And he just goes, we've come for your daughter, Chuck. And it's actually funny, instead of being super duper creepy, 
because thankfully they cut out all that context in the script because there was a lot of that stuff in the script that is really disturbing so him just saying we've come to your for your daughter that's more of like almost like a here's johnny moment yeah because in the movie they don't even touch on her when they first meet beetlejuice do they Mm -mm, no so this is literally the first time yeah so you don't have time for exposition here anyway it's Things well, are, that, well, that's what I liked about it. Yeah, we, exactly. It's good. We don't get like that it. he has an unhealthy obsession with yeah. her before this moment. It turns yeah. into, instead of being like, I'm totally going to do unspeakable things to your 14-year-old daughter, to just being like, it becomes like a here's Johnny type moment. It's something right. that he grabs the guy and says just because he's messing with And him. I'm glad you brought that up because this is the first time that we actually see Lydia kind of act like a normal teenager. She gets upset. She she throws a tantrum and she runs off to her room because she doesn't, you know, people are upsetting her. And then she kind of you, you're reminded that she's not this, you know, I don't know, disconnected person from her, you know, her body. He's she is terrified. A, she is a, she's a teen girl who's upset. And, and as in all the other movies, quickly, Barbara, say it wasn't you. <laughs> I know. She's like, you know, why are you doing this? He's like, why are you doing this? Barbara should have just said, we're not. But that's all it would take. But, but she was because they are the ones who unleashed him. So, you know, can, no, can you send the assassin and not be responsible for what the assassin does? I mean, they sent him on this mission to do exactly what he's doing. Well, and then, they, oh, they just, consequences. They said they didn't want him to interfere. They were like, I want to go home, home, home. And he was like, I hope you like Italian. PG-13 moment, kick down a tree. And that's it. And that should have been the end of their relationship with Beetlejuice. But he just wants to involve himself. In an unhealthy way. But they, I mean, they are trying to scare him and get him to go out of there. I mean, I, I think sometimes you're, you know, it's one of those things where it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Your actions, you know, went a little further than you meant to run into, but you did kind of initiate it in the first place. Life lessons, folks. Life lessons here on the Beetlejuice Minute. Listen. How about interior decorating lessons? Oh, the Escher floor. The floor. Yes. Doesn't it look like an Escher drawing? I love that. It gives me massive vertigo when he's holding him over the... It's like, whoa. I can't imagine walking on this thing. I would feel like I would be falling every time. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking about that. That's what I love about it. He holds him up. And in reality, it's um probably about a 15-foot drop. Definitely painful. Probably could be fatal, depending on how you fall. Definitely some bones breaking, you know. But uh, the way it's shot with that floor, it looks like he's dropping him off of a cathedral roof or something. Now, do you think the floor is Beetlejuice or the floor is them? I think the floor is them because <laughs> that is definitely something that uh, Delia oh, as far would as love. Like the, the that's how Delia and other director. Oh yeah, no, that's the decoration. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with Beetlejuice. Because again, we get more look at the just weird <laughs> paint scheme. It just looks so because everything looks so fake and and not. Why else do you think the Maitlands want to scare her away? Well, and he doesn't really mess with the environment. He just he 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 adapts to it more or less. He just kind of like uses what's there to. So we never get a shot of what the stairs look like before because the shot after is just a silhouette, but it looks like the stairs have that really fat railing mm-hmm. as well. So was it originally a fat railing and then, or did it become fat when he turned into a snake? Uh, it turned fatter because whenever yeah, she first runs her hand along It's it, a regular railing. It's, it grows. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it's not as thick. Well, it's not that bigger. regular because in the silhouette shot, it's yeah. very obviously bigger than. Well, it is, but it still has that flex stony crap all over it, and then it kind of gro- it turns into his transitions into his tail, and, and yeah, that Barbara could have saved everybody a lot of trouble by just being like, "Hey, sorry," and we called him, but we didn't mean him to go that far, well, right? 
and okay, there's and there's nobody else on the stairs to listen to hear Lydia at that point. I guess she because uh, she Otho's been knocked downstairs. Charles has been dropped downstairs. Delia's run off. Yeah, so Delia. Thank you. Delia's run off. So whenever I was just thinking, like, whenever Lydia is shouting, like, you know, why are you doing this? If anybody of them were still up there or conscious, would they be like, who is our daughter yelling at? <laughs> I guess I guess we really are haunted. My, our daughter is yelling at at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I would think they would all be just terrified of mass hysteria. Plus, two of them probably have a minor concussion at this point. <laughs> so there is no telling. Oh, and Delia might be uh, sleeping with Prince. Uh, Prince Valium. Prince Valium might be not sleeping, but taking in Prince Valium right now after seeing uh, I, all I this. I don't blame her. I just want to know how it felt to fall on that book. That had to be real uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the way he falls down the stairs and after, you know, because it's it's Christmas, we were watching Die Hard while setting the tree up. and there, you know, As you should. As we should. Uh, and then there's a guy who falls down the stairs kind of like that, and he breaks his neck. So, I mean, well, Otho massively could have And been... the book didn't even fall out. I, don't, I mean, not that I know of. I didn't see the book go anywhere. So that must be an incredible pocket inside of it. He's probably got a few bruised ribs. Magic pocket. He does have magic pockets. Magic. Why yeah, you, didn't you said all he the... had pockets of holding, right? Yeah. Why didn't all the paint cans from earlier fall out of his pockets? <laughs> you just hear clink, 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 clink. It's Mary Poppins pockets. I swear to God, a rabbit's going to come out of there somewhere. I swear. But is it going to be a Tim Burton rabbit? Maybe. It should be. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We've just linked two movies. Blowing three, technically. Three? Yeah, because they made a sequel. Yeah. Uh, Tim Burton. Yeah, but he also did Alice in Wonderland. Well, that was oh, the one I was what... referring to. Well, but I thought you were referring, well, because I, I thought you were referring to Nightmare Before Christmas, too, like he was just saying. So. No, I was oh, no, he Alice said Bunny Rabbit. Rabbit so. Okay, so well, I thought yeah. you were talking, well, there's a Bunny Rabbit in that, too, because the Easter Bunny. Oh, the Easter, yeah, Easter. Yeah, that's like oh, that's a cameo, right. though. Yeah, yeah. A cameo. 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 Easter Bunny has a cameo. Easter Bunny cameo. When we came in for a day of shooting. And Henry Winkler. If you do another show, I want to say this out loud, if you do another show and you happen to have an Easter show, I do have an Easter Bunny story. So. All right, I'm going to write that down in my planner. Yeah, write that down. <laughs> Stay tuned. Going to write that down in my planner because I'm so organized because I'm using the 2017 goal setting book that this is the last day I'll plug it. It's the first week of 2017. And if you would like to help out the podcast, it's only $5. And if you don't buy the book in the first week of 2017, well, you're doing it wrong because oh. you should have started already. <laughs> Facebook group. Sorry, that's my plug. <laughs> the Hollow on DVD and Blu-ray came out on January 3rd. You should buy it because I'm in it and that would be cool. So happy 2017, everybody, and happy Minute 61. Rungawoo. I don't know what that was. I don't know yet either, but hopefully I'll figure it out by Friday. I'm going to say a simple goodbye to all of you. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.